Happy Valentine's Day. This week on The Swear Wolves, we celebrate the most romantic day of the year by discussing Valentine and My Bloody Valentine 3D. Can y'all dig that? Now, when Back to the Swearwolves podcast. I'm Brett. I'm David. David. Yeah. Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah, man. Will you, you be too. my Valentine? I was gonna ask you. I guess we could be each other's Valentines. Here, open this. Open this box right here. Okay. Don't pay attention to the fact that I'm standing really close. Oh, oh. just what I wanted. My dog. That dog. <laughs> it's Valentine's Day. Yay. <laughs> Cupid, draw, draw back. back your bow <laughs> and let. Your, your arrow flow straight to my lover's heart for me, for me. Now, Cupid, did your parents listen to all that fucking type of music when you were growing up? No, not really. But what's funny is, um, as I got older, my dad, because I grew up like in kind of a rock and roll house. Um, but when I got older, my dad started getting into like antique cars and stuff and going to car shows. And you get a lot of that stuff at those shows. So some of that stuff started trickling in. But by then, I was pretty much already an adult. My parents would listen to 50s and 60s rock. Yeah. Like oldie. Well, what we called oldies back when we were younger, right? Yeah. And I was kind of a 70s house. Yeah, not me. <laughs> so I, w- I grew up listening to all that shit. Yeah. I had a lot of Boston and Aerosmith and stuff like that going on. I had a lot of The Temptations and Fell the Beatles. Uh, a lot of doo Elvis stuff. Oh, okay, man. Yeah, doo That's good stuff. Who's the guy? Frankie Valley. Oh yeah, and, and the four, four seasons. seasons. Yeah, four yeah. tops. All the bands that said four. Yeah, there's four. Or the <laughs> Fab Four. It was in your house. <laughs> <laughs> the Beach Boys. That was another big one. That Dude, my actually, Beach liked. Boys. My dad was uh, really into the Beach Boys. Yeah. My wife hates the Beach Boys. Really? She hates it. She's all. Bah, bah. She hates the when there's the the high. Oh, the pitch. high yeah. harmony. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i can see that i like the beach boys yeah beach boys got a lot of good stuff brian wilson was a genius Shh. yeah still is some he's, of that early production is right fantastic. now he's still alive yeah <laughs> but pet sounds that's a great album yeah and then he went crazy he did <laughs> but we're not talking about that we're talking about valentine's day Yay, happy Valentine's Day, everyone. It's today. Well, if you're listening to this episode when it drops. If you're listening to this on Valentine's Day, today is Valentine's Day. So I hope you all have a sweetheart in your life. And if you don't, guess what? The swearwolves are here. <laughs> we will be your Valentine. There you go. You got two for the price of... Well, you, don't, you don't even have to pay. No. Two just, for free. Just don't be creepy. Don't be weird about it. Yeah. Well, you can be a little weird. A little weird. Okay. okay. We actually kind of want a little weird. <laughs> is the thing. Who doesn't like weird? I like weird. 
But uh, we thought, since we were your Valentines today, we would discuss two movies that take place yeah. on or around Valentine's and Day. And we're doing it dressed as cherubs. Yeah. We're both in our in diapers. diapers and no shirts. <laughs> yep. Rosy cheeks. A fucking cherub. Do they have wings? I don't know. Are they angels? They're like little fucking weird fat baby angels. Yeah. I guess they have wings. Yeah. Yeah, because they fly around and... Cupid, drop <laughs> back your bolo. Fucking Kid Icarus. Yeah, fucking Kid Icarus. <laughs> Dude, that kid pissed me off so much. That kid's fucking hard. I didn't... And when you die, he cries. <laughs> Little baby. I didn't realize when I was a kid and I rented that game, because I was like, Kid Icarus, I've heard about this game. It seems fun. It's a side-scroller. It's, you know... Yeah. Cool. But I didn't realize, like, that you could fly, like, I don't know, up and over stuff. I so barely I was just I have that game and I can't even remember it I really. Was just I just remember on it was fucking hard. One screen and I was like, fuck this game. <laughs> Turned it off. <laughs> Question for you. Yeah. My wife saw this posted on Instagram. I'm going to ask you. Mm-hmm. Perfect night. I'm going to give you three options of three things. Okay. Oh, God. So much pressure. Cherry Pepsi. Okay. Cherry 7-Up. Okay. Cherry Coke. Okay. Well, you got to pick one. Oh, I pick one with Cherry Coke. Cherry Coke is what you're going Can it be with? Cherry Coke Zero? Diet Cherry Coke. Okay, there you go. That one. Um, Super Mario Brothers. Super Mario Brothers 2. Super Mario Brothers 3. Oh, fuck. Three. Doritos. Mm-hmm. Like nacho cheese Doritos. Okay. Cool Ranch Doritos. Or Taco. Taco Doritos. Doritos. I'm going to go Cool Ranch. That's what I went. I went Cherry 7-Up. Okay. We're playing the same game and eating the same chips. Okay. So, we so need if this two were bags. a dating app, we might get set up. You <laughs> could be my Valentine. Would you swipe right? <laughs> I would. We need two bags of chips, though. That's and, true. And put it on two-player. But don't ever click on me and play that fucking Mario game. The little challenge game? <laughs> yeah. Because I'll lose. <laughs> so we're talking about two Valentine's movies. Dressed as cherubs. <laughs> Speaking of yep. cherubs, the first movie is called Valentine. And the killer is dressed in a cherub mask. <laughs> yep. 2001, this movie came out. That was a long fucking time ago, David. It was. Dude, yeah. I saw this in the theater, though. Did you? I did. On I, saw bo- I saw both of these movies in the theater. I saw neither of these movies in the theater. And I think I saw both of them on dates, but with different people. Yeah. Yeah. First one would have been with a uh, uh, girlfriend who became wife, who became ex-wife. <laughs> and I think I saw the second one with my current wife. Well. Yeah. Okay. I think. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I didn't see either one of these in the theaters. Uh, however, this movie, Valentine, came out in 2001. Kind of like the ass end of the Scream kind of yep. renaissance of horror movies. So they kind of have similarities between like, well, Scream and I Know What You Did Last Summer and Urban Legend. Very much in that, that same camp. So um, released February 2nd, 2001. So right before Valentine's Day. That's clever. That's smart. <laughs> smart marketing. What was the number one movie in the box office? Well, I saw it in the theater, and I remember a lot of people were there. Um, I'm going to say it's this movie. No. No? Okay. Come on. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the Wedding Planner. Oh, foiled by The Wedding Planner. J-Lo, right? Yeah. yeah. And romantic comedies. Right around Valentine's Day? Uh, yeah, I should have I should have figured that I out. I remember seeing The Wedding Singer in the theater. Me too. On Valentine's Day. I think I did too. With my friend Carlos. 
I saw it with my high school girlfriend. I didn't see it with a girl. I saw it with my friend Carlos. Carlos, Carlos was like, "You want to go to the movies?" I said, "Yeah, yeah, that sounds good, man. You want to see the wedding singer?" I go, "It's Valentine's Day. We're each other's Valentine." And go. he had a girlfriend, <laughs> and he was like, Meh. "Yeah, no, we went and saw that uh, wedding singer, and I think we had Dairy Queen, Dude. and then we made out." <sighs> That's a oh, perfect yeah. night. That given go. the three choices, yeah, that's take that. Tash. That one's a good one. <laughs> Me, I chose Carlos, wedding singer, and not making out. And red vines. Then <laughs> <laughs> red vines. Um, number one song. I'm going "Fallen" by Alicia Keys. No, sorry. Damn, that's incorrect. Oh, for two. I'm gonna give you a hint. Mm. This move. This song was in a movie. Well, was it in the movie? I don't know. I never saw the movie, but it mentions a movie and the video has people from the movie. Uh, the movie is called Charlie's Angels. Oh, oh, the Destiny's Child song. All the women independent. independent. Throw your hands up at me. Charlie, how your angels getting down like that? Girl, I didn't <laughs> know you could get down like that. Charlie, how your angels get down like that? Destiny's Child. <laughs> Independent Women Part 1. That's right. Not to be confused with the sequel. And there's Independent Women Part 2, and that song sucks. Because I listened to it going, what the fuck is this? Part 1, Part 2. Yeah, I listened to Part 2, and I was like, mm, Part 1. <laughs> Inferior sequel. This movie was written by a lot of people. To, to, yeah. So many people. Gretchen J. Berg, Aaron Harberts, Donna Powers, and Wayne Powers. I'm thinking Donna Powers and Wayne Powers are related. I would think so. Husband and wife, maybe? Yeah. Brother, siblings, sister? perhaps cousins, no aunt, second cousins, yeah. <laughs> based, aunt and nephew. <laughs> uh, based on the novel Valentine by Tom Savage, directed by Jamie Blanks, who also directed the movie Urban Legends, yep. or Urban Legend, I should yeah, say, the first, the first one, which yeah. we reviewed in another episode. We did, and the music by Don Davis. Cast: It stars Denise Richards as Paige. David Boreanaz, fucking angel. Fucking angel from Buffy. Did you watch Buffy? No, not really. Neither did I. I, I had a friend, though. My He was a roommate at one time. Big time into it. Fucking would never miss Buffy. He oh. would go to, he would go to like get together so they could watch the latest episode of Buffy. Oh, yeah, no. I was like, in fact, that entire series, I've seen maybe two or three episodes, if that. No. And now that fucking guy, what's his name? Josh. What the fuck is the Buffy? Oh, Joss Whedon. Joss Whedon? Like, oh. Yeah, he's pe- in... People fucking hate him. Yeah, yeah. I'm staying out of that. <laughs> exactly. I'm touching that with a 10-foot pole. I don't know shit about shit. Anyway, David Boreanaz, fucking angel, plays uh, Adam. Adam. Marley Shelton, fucking Wendy Peppercorn. <laughs> she plays Kate. Marley Shelton. That's uh, it. We just saw her in the... Scream. Scream. She's in Scream 4. She reprises her role in Scream 5. She's been in a lot of stuff. She was in Planet Terror. Yeah, that's right. Yep. And, she's uh, been in a lot of things. She's Wendy Peppercorn in yeah. fucking Sandlot. Sandlot. That's when I first saw her, and I was like, Wendy Peppercorn. Oh, my, my, my. Jessica Capshaw plays Dorothy Catherine Heigl. And Ka- and uh, think- Jessica Capshaw, that's Kate Capshaw's daughter. Oh. You see the resemblance now? A little bit? Yes. Yeah. With a previous person other than Spielberg, yes. I'm assuming. Yeah. Because her and Spielberg adopted some kids, I know. Oh, Okay. I don't think they... But yeah, this was pre-Spielberg. Okay. Huh. Yeah. You learn something new every day. Yeah. Catherine Heigl plays Shelly. Probably like an early Catherine Heigl role. Like in her before, career. Before Knocked Up. Yeah. That's when she was like... After My Father the Hero. 
pre <laughs> yeah, that's up. right that's right <laughs> and my father the hero yeah she was really young in yeah. my father the hero oh, this yeah. is when she's like an adult now exactly she's all grown up i heard she's a bitch i've heard that as well i'm I've not heard, saying she's a bitch i've heard she's the absolute worst i heard she's a bitch i've heard that as well but but who knows that could be all rumor and she was probably really nice in this movie though because she hadn't become super famous she's probably really nice in everything and people just want to start shit because they're like someone's gotta knock her down a peg yeah or maybe she's nicer now (laughs) could be i don't know Maybe she's always been nice. Time heals. Who knows? But I heard she's a bitch. <laughs> Same Z. Jessica Caulfield as Lily. Is she related to anybody? <laughs> I don't think so. She's related to people. Oh, yeah, to, yeah, to somebody. <laughs> she's got parents. Uh, budget for this movie was $10 million. What was the box office? We already know it wasn't number one the week it came out. No, but I still feel like this movie did well. Mm-hmm. But it also didn't get a sequel. Mm-mm. I'm going to go 40 million. I'm going to say it, it did fairly well. You're close. 36.7. Nice. But just because a movie does well doesn't mean it deserves a sequel, David. That's correct. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe they said everything they needed to say. Let's see. Well, let's find out. Shall we? <laughs> let's go down that path. We're going to go down the rabbit hole of Valentine. All right. So starts off. Listen, I'm going to listen. <laughs> David, I want you to listen to me. I'm going to listen. <laughs> I'm going to try to get through this so we can talk about this a little bit. Yeah. Because plot, there's not a lot to this. No. And yet I have a lot of notes. That's why I feel like we should yeah. talk about our thoughts. Yeah. More yeah. yeah. Breeze through it a little quick. Here's the plot of the movie. Okay. Junior high dance. Yeah, 1988. 1988, San Francisco. Fucking nerd boy. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, dude, my, my first note <laughs> fucking nerd. <laughs> Uh, fucking jeremy (laughs) Jeremy. fucking jeremy spoke in class today (laughs) fucking i remember picking on the boy he's a harmless little fuck fuck. ah but we unleashed a lion certainly did then he fucking bit the lunch lady's fucking fucking bit her on the titty (laughs) (laughs) how could i forget and he hit me with a surprise left (laughs) and broke my my jaw (laughs) dropped my little (laughs) pants anyway before fucking pearl jam Jeremy Melton's an outcast. Maybe they wrote that. Well, no. <laughs> listen, I don't know. It doesn't fucking matter. But he uh, he goes up to every girl at this fucking day. Every girl. Listen, we've all been here at some point. I, even if you're popular, you know what you know, your range is. Yes, yes. Right? I'm not gonna go. You stay in your lane. I'm not gonna go play a pickup game of basketball because I suck at basketball. Okay, <laughs> but I know what I can do. I can maybe go fucking play Super Mario Brothers 3 against somebody and be like, hey, look, I can look, compete. Yeah, I'm, I'm decent. I'm pretty good at Donkey I know, Kong. I, I know where the warp whistles are. Yep, I do. I can get us to level eight like that. Come on, come with me. I can play a good game of pinball every once in a while, but I'm not the best. But I'm not going to play basketball. I know where my lane is. Yeah, Jeremy does not. Jeremy's a fucking idiot. Your lane is here, homie. Yeah. Don't switch lanes. Now, if a girl comes up to you. Then by all means. By all means. Bite that apple. You you take it. He goes up to a girl. Will you dance with me? No. No. And they're all pretty rude about it. Well, Except they for are. One, one kind of lets him down gently. He's like, oh, maybe later. That's Kate. Yes. Young Kate. Pre-Marley Shelton Kate. Yeah, but Paige and Lily. No. They're yep. pretty rotten. Yep. But they all say no. Finally, he goes up to Dorothy. 
And he goes, uh, oh, it's Shelly also. Shelly, Lily, and yeah. Paige. Yeah, they all reject him like handily. Like, yep. yeah, absolutely not. Ha, ha, ha kind of stuff. Kate, Kate's pretty nice about it. And then he goes up to Dorothy. And Dorothy's kind of a pudgy girl. Yeah. I wouldn't say she's fat. She just, no, she's just a little frumpy. Listen, they're in junior high. She's maybe fat. She's a fucking, she's a fucking swan. Yeah, there you go. All right. She's not an ugly duck. She's no. a swan. Yeah. Dorothy is like, oh, well, I don't right. want to dance, but I will make out with you in the bleachers. Fuck you. Yeah. So Jeremy goes back there and he starts making out with her. Yeah, underneath the bleachers. And these fucking bullies come up and they're like, what are you guys doing? Fucking nerd. And Dorothy, you're a nerd too. And Dorothy's like, no, he attacked me. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't kissing him. He, he. Yeah. yeah. And so pretty they, fucked up. Uh, yeah, it was <laughs> fucked up. And then the and then the bullies are like, "What? He attacked Dorothy." They even called Dorothy like fatty or something like that. I That's don't know fucked what, up. I don't know what they call her, like beast. And Jeremy gets like super stressed out. His nose starts bleeding. And then they pants him. Yeah, and he's got fucking like tidy whities but they're blue. Some weird undies. Well, listen, <laughs> everybody's got. I say listen way too much. People are like, we have no choice. It's a podcast. We can't see you. You will listen to every word I say. Jeremy gets sent to a fucking mental institution. Yeah. First he goes to reform school. And then he goes to, or jump, I mean, this is later we find some of this stuff out. But then he goes to a mental institution. Boy, that he really goes, affected He goes to him. juvenile hall. It's like, yeah, <laughs> turn into a fucking life of crime and insanity. Yeah. Poor Jeremy. Just because he made out with Dorothy and Dorothy lied. Yeah. Drove him nuts. Everybody's going to start getting killed by somebody, but Dorothy should be the one that he fucking kills. Yes. And and the bullies. Exactly. Why would he kill Catherine Heigl? Why would he kill... She dies. Why would he kill <laughs> Denise Richards? She dies. Because they were mean to him at the dance. Okay. Everybody at the fucking school was mean to him. The bullies no, pants him. I agree, him. dude. No, this movie should be called The Grudge, but there's already a movie called that, so they couldn't do it. <laughs> this movie should be... <laughs> anyway, 13 years later. Now we're at 2001. Shelley is uh it's Catherine Heigl oh yeah Catherine Heigl she's a medical student yeah and she's studying away I guess she's down at UCLA she's not even in San Francisco yeah and she's on a blind date with some douchebag uh, named Jason that keeps referring to himself in the third person as Jason yeah well, and Jason would really like it if you blah 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 blew him blew him right here <laughs> well, in front of all these people <laughs> the Catherine Heigl's like no and it's a fancy place, and like he's like, oh, wow, uh, this is really expensive. Let's see, I ordered this and this. And- well, okay, here's the thing about that, though. I don't agree with that on a date, but Catherine, he- he's, a, he's a douchebag. Yeah. But she's already said, like, I, I want to get the fuck out of here, and she's told them as much. Yeah. And if she's going to break it off that early, then I'll be like, now oh, let's okay. Go, we're going Dutch. Now we're going Dutch. I was going to pay for you, <laughs> but you better cough up your half. Yeah. But all she has to do is say, oh, I just got to go powder my nose real quick. Get yeah. in your car. But even then, to me, the gentleman thing, the gentlemanly thing to do would be at least to offer. Yeah, but the right thing to do from her, from my perspective on her, would be to just finish the date and then go, but why'd you agree to this fucking date with yeah. this douchebag? Who set you up on this date? I don't know. It was a dating website or something i don't know it's not a website <laughs> they don't have websites back then did you see the computers they were using the websites they were going to yeah, on the dial-up yeah Eww. they were watching videos there was a dating video like where, like a tape tape yeah yeah, yeah that was later yeah. it's a cassette tape stupid asses <laughs> so anyway she goes back she's like i gotta study so she goes back by the way this jason guy his last name starts with an m yeah his name's jason marquette 
Yeah. So JM, Jeremy Melton. coming to play later. JM. Yeah. Um, she goes back to the morgue at UCLA and she's like, working on a cadaver at night. Always. <laughs> it doesn't these, make any movies. It doesn't make any sense. And it's UCLA medical school, but none of the lights really work. Cause they're all. Yeah. <laughs> the UCLA. Yeah. Times are tough. Yeah. So like, look, we don't have enough money for a new bulb. Okay. Nope. <laughs> That's yeah. That bulb's been here since the school opened. We'll trust you there. <laughs> Ah, she flickers, but she's she'll keep, you can she still gets see. the job done. You can still see what you're cutting into that corpse. So she's about ready to cut in a corpse. She hears a noise, and of course, what does she do, David? Who's uh-huh. there? I thought I was going to speed through this movie, but I'm going fucking plot point by plot point. I need to keep going. All right, let's keep going. Keep me on track here. All right. She goes to investigate the sound. Um, she gets then, killed. Yeah. But okay. Real quick. Yeah, you're right though. We're going to go beat by beat apparently. Okay. So she's working on the cadaver. She hears the noise. She goes to another room. She like bumps into another student. But when she comes back, she starts getting ready to carve on the corpse again. But then the corpse moves. Breathes. Yeah. She's like, <gasps> and it like, she, so she runs. This fucking corpse goes from naked to cherub costume. Within seconds. Okay, maybe he just pulled up his shirt. His shirt. He's like, she had, like, she had like a, a cloth over his face of the corpse yeah. because she didn't want to look at him in the eye. Now, if you're going to be a doctor, sorry. Got to get used to that shit. Get used to it, Heigl. <laughs> all right? Stop being such a bitch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've heard stories, all right? You're going to be on a, on a medical show. You need to start preparing yourself. You better read Grey's Anatomy because you're going to be on a show called Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. And furthermore... I heard about you on the set of Knocked Up. Yeah, and heard right. you were a bitch. <laughs> okay, so, okay. Gerard Depardieu told me that you were pretty okay. <laughs> you were <though>. no hero. <laughs> but, okay, let's say he's got the shirt pulled up. But even even so, that corpse is very skinny. I'm just saying. It is stupid. All right. I, I, hear, yeah, I he, hear what you're saying, <laughs> and I agree with what you're saying, but she dies. He does. <laughs> yeah, she gets her throat slit. Yeah. She did. She did. Oh, she also finds a Valentine's card before she gets killed. Because that's like the calling card. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it says like, uh, Rosa Red, Violet's Blue, I'm going to fucking kill you. And then it's like, <laughs> signed JM. Yeah. <laughs> it's just some shit like that. Uh, that would have been better. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. They all go to Shelly's funeral. All the girls. This is Kate, Lily, Paige, and Dorothy. And of course, in every fucking movie. Cop. There's a cop. <laughs> the cop's got to show up at the funeral. And he's like, girls, I got to talk to you. It's like, why? <laughs> We're in San Francisco, dude. She got killed in L.A., right? Yeah, yeah what the fuck are you doing am, up here? Am I wrong in, in assuming they were in San Francisco, or did they all move to L.A.? No, they're I, they're in San Francisco, I think, because later she was going to when one of the characters is missing, they're like, oh, she's in L.A. Okay. Yeah, no, I agree That's with you. That's six hours away driving. <laughs> yes. Like, we're here. So anyway, they, they, they all have gotten cards. Not all of them, but like... Some of them have gotten cards that say like JM and they're, none of them remember. They're like JM. What the fuck's JM mean? I catch that too. It takes them a really long time to put together. Oh, that guy. Yeah. The guy who got pantsed at the fucking sixth grade dance. Yeah. To be fair, I guess they didn't know like that he went nuts and stuff. So maybe that made him forgettable. Wouldn't you know that? Like, okay. I would think I would remember that incident. 1988. It's 2001. So that was 13 years ago, right? Yeah. 13 years and you're a young person and you're like you remember that kid who got shipped out of school because he attacked dorothy 
Like, I would never forget that. Especially Dorothy. Why wouldn't Dorothy remember that? Yeah, that's a name that would stick with you. Because, well... And especially since what she did, like, she would have the guilt a little bit inside her. Like, you would think. You would remember that. Yeah. But no. But no. They're all dumb. <laughs> but Dorothy's now rich. She's also a total bitch. She lives with daddy, though. Yeah. Daddy, daddy's got the money. Yeah, the family's got money. Basically lives in a mansion. Paige, Lily, Dorothy receive these cards. Lily's card comes with a box of chocolates. And she bites into one, and there's fucking maggots. Gross. That takes some skill, too. Put the maggots in the chocolates. Yeah. You had to get tweezers and, like, yeah. fish them in there. Yeah, and they were, li- and they were alive. Mm-hmm. Dorothy has a boyfriend named Campbell <laughs> yeah. who loses his apartment, and he comes over and is like, hey, can I live with you? I know yeah. we just started seeing We've only been other. dating for, like, a month, but can I stay here and, and she's in like, your fucking mansion? She's like, sure. Yeah. So, we got some red herrings popping up here. Yep, and then the Kate character finds a cherub mask like in the elevator. Yeah, I should mention that Kate is dating David Boreanaz. Boreanaz. Boreanaz? Angel. Yeah. And his name's Adam, and he's a recovering alcoholic. Yeah, and she's like, doesn't want to see him because he drinks too much. They're kind of on the outs, but he reassures her at the funeral he's drinking less, or he's not drinking anymore. And Except for there's a bottle of fucking whiskey in his bag. He's bar- like, oh, that's a, gift for, that's a gift for somebody. Yeah. Hmm likely story right this box of trojans that's a gift for somebody (laughs) (laughs) hey something i want to talk about uh, in this movie did you pick up on that everyone in this movie says everyone's name a thousand times no you didn't notice that i mean i might have kate kate lily lily oh page page (laughs) page adam like oh my god they want you to really know and guess what I couldn't tell you a single one of their fucking names. No. Every character is forgettable, but they make sure to say all their names a thousand times, daring you to forget. They all go to this like art exhibit. Lily's got a boyfriend named Max, who's a douchebag artist who thinks that he's fucking cool. Um, yeah, and he like wants to have a threesome. Yeah. Campbell's like ex-girlfriend is there, and she like makes a scene with Dorothy and basically says, like, he's just using you for money. I want my money back. You owe me, you fucking he's grifter. Like, this, that, and the other thing. Lily gets killed. Cupid draws back its bow and lets three arrows flow. And then she falls. Straight into her stomach. <laughs> and then she falls over this like ledge, uh, like a <laughs> staircase, stairwell. And she falls, I don't know, about 13 stories yeah, down into a into dumpster. Her dumpster. <laughs> and then the dumpster closes on her. Taking out the trash. That was a dumb death. Sometimes the trash takes out itself. Yeah, Brett. that's true. Yeah, Kate's neighbor, uh, Marley Shelton's uh, yeah. neighbor, breaks into her. She's got a creepy neighbor. And breaks <laughs> oh, into her yeah. house and sniffs her underwear and puts it puts on. Puts it on, yeah. And the killer, the killer catches him, him and then kills him. Yeah, and then with the a girls, hot iron. Yeah, and the girls tell the cop because the cops still asking them questions, and they say that Lily went to L.A., which I thought was really weird. Did she? Yeah, did, she said. She said she was? Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. she said she had to go there for business or something. Oh, okay. All right. That makes more sense. Because the first was does like, it why, do they, why do they say that? Does it? What the fuck does she do? I don't know. But later they do call her office. So I guess it checks out. Yeah, I don't know. She she was dumb. I, I, don't, I don't believe she had a job where she could travel. No. <laughs> but the detective uh, shows the girls a sympathy card that the parents, parents of Shelly got uh, that says, like, it was kind of a taunting sympathy card. And it was signed Jeremy Melton. Yeah. I'm like, oh, oh. sorry for your dead fucking daughter. <laughs> sorry I killed your daughter. And then Dorothy then tells the truth to Paige and Kate about like what actually happened. Yeah. And that he didn't do anything. Can we also talk about Denise Richards acting? <laughs> sure. She's awful. 
<laughs> well, I think Eleven is also her character. Mm. Character's kind of like this floozy type. I thought her, her character was weird too, though, because she's always like hitting on dudes, but like she's Denise Richards and she's smoking hot. She we call her CT. Hmm. She's a cock tease. <laughs> oh yeah, but it's like, come on. She. I mean, she was all right back then, but. I'm just saying, like, I think that's why she was more popular than anything, like, was because of her looks rather than her acting ability. Yeah. Like, she sucks. No. Yeah. She's totally one-dimensional. <laughs> ba 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 ba. I'm Denise Richards. I say lines on paper. <laughs> lines on paper. I read good. I read good. I read good lines. You get good take. <laughs> I get. They're like, okay, Denise, can you show more boob? I don't know. <laughs> Turn around. Push your boobs up a little bit more, please. Uh, did you ever see Wild Things? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember that movie. I mean, yes, I've seen that film. Did you pause it when uh, Kevin Bacon was coming out of the show? <laughs> his fucking dong. Just flopping around. Did he see his fucking invisible dong in uh, Hollow Man? <laughs> That's true. He loves showing his dick. But he's like, look, I'm Kevin Bacon. You're going to see my sausage. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you want bacon? And you, want you want some sausage? sausage? How about a little bit of both? i <laughs> 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 called Six Degrees of My Dog. <laughs> <laughs> and it only takes one step. <laughs> it's only one degree. And it's all me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Fuck. Hey, real quick, I, you know what though? I'd mm. rather see Kevin Bacon's dick than this movie ever again. <laughs> Just the dick scene on a continuous loop for, for an hour and a half. Yeah. More you gonna imagine uh, that that scene with the panty sniffer uh, guy? <laughs> yeah. That scene is so random. It just kind of comes out of nowhere. Well, they mention that she mentions that she's missing underwear. I just mean the cut. Like we go oh, kind of yeah. from like them talking to that cop, and all of a sudden now like the killer is in Kate's apartment killing the panty guy. I just thought it was very Stupid. strange editing. Yeah, it's dumb. <laughs> um, what else? Oh, Campbell. So now Campbell, uh, people, oh, maybe, well, maybe it's Campbell. Maybe because it was the neighbor. Oh, and also but it's not the neighbor. The, they find the creepy, the Jason Maquette guy, the the date. They find the cops find him and he's in custody now. Yeah. Campbell is at the house and he's talking to Dorothy and he's like, um, oh, he was going to fuck her, but then he couldn't he get couldn't a bar. Get yeah. And then she's like, well, it happens to everyone. And he's like, yeah, cool. He's like, <laughs> but I'm going to go work out real quick before I go to work or before I go to this meeting. And so he goes, but he's like, now we know why he's uh, all up on Dorothy. He is a grifter. Yep. He's calling the bank with he's the account number and trying to get the... He's trying to commit bank fraud. He's trying to transfer money from her daddy's account to his. All of it. Oh, yeah. That's a lot of fucking money. Yeah. Go small first. Yeah. And he even says, like, I don't care if it's all the money. Yeah. That's a lot. But uh, he didn't know where he, he was born. <laughs> his father. He fucks up a security question. Yeah. But yeah, he gets interrupted uh, like shortly after he fails with the bank. Uh, he gets a call on the intercom from Dorothy. And she's like, hey, the hot water is out. Can you go light the pilot light? So we all know what's going to happen now. Dude, I got a question for you. I think I have an electronic water heater. Yeah, I don't have a pilot light. Also, I don't think. Do you call it a hot water heater? Because it's kind of redundant. It's just a water. Is that water what I said? No. Oh, no, I just called it a water heater. Yeah, but people say hot water heater that all the time. That doesn't make any sense. No, because why would you heat hot water? <laughs> it's a water heater. I think I, need... I, I think I have an electric one. But how does the one with a pilot light work? I don't know. Does it, like, igni- it must ignite a flame. Yeah, yeah, because to... that's for gas, just... I, I presume. Oh, you know what? I do have one. 
You do? Yes, because I hear the... F- I have gas. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, but I do have... I have, I have gas. <laughs> One of them firecrackers. I can't even say that. Yeah, it's fun I to say. I can't even say it right. Because if I say I have natural gas, you're going to be like... Hey, it's still... <laughs> I have a gas water heater. Mm. I do. So I've never, the pilot lights. I've never heard hot water heater. That's funny. Yeah. People say hot water heater. That's fucking redundant. If you say hot water heater, I'm sorry, but that's not right. It's water heater. Yeah. (laughs) Talk better. Talk better. Talk more better. Talk more better. Like talk talk good. Like Denise Richards. Yeah. (laughs) Read off paper. (laughs) Me read line. (laughs) Uh, She was on Beverly Hills housewives. Real housewives of Beverly Hills. Oh, Uh, she was a cast member for a season. Hmm. She's, nah. a, she's an idiot. <laughs> she is a complete buffoon. She has a kid with Charlie, Charlie Sheen. Sheen. Yeah. That kid chose to live with Charlie Sheen over her. You know you gotta be a fucked That's up pretty person. Fucked up. <laughs> choose Charlie. Yeah. My wife thinks it's because the kid just is a little brat. It's yeah, just like and dad Charlie lets me get away. Whatever. Yeah. It might be. But uh I don't know. But Campbell goes down. Oh, yeah. He, he lights that pilot light. He, pr- he quickly gets an axe right to the back. Right to his back. But the he, hot water's back on. He's dead. <laughs> yeah, he, he served his purpose. He does, he does light it. Not before he drops every fucking match ever known to man. It's a hole. <laughs> um, Dorothy. Party time. Yeah, Dorothy throws a party. To say the least. That's a big party. A huge party. Did they ever show anybody setting up this party? No, you don't show the boring scenes, David. <laughs> no, I just mean we go like they're like, blowing up balloons. She's go got from, like, helpers. Leisurely strolling around the house. Yeah, I guess. But they must have set that shit up fast. Party planners. Yeah, it's they, a, they, it's they, a good. Business. they just wheel it all in, ready to go. <laughs> yep. Paige immediately goes upstairs with a dude. Like after you know, 30 seconds of meeting him, he's like, oh, I want to show you something upstairs. Yeah, but Dorothy, oh, I just want to mention this real quick before that happens. Uh, Dorothy gets pissed off because her friends are being like, hey, Campbell left you. Yeah. He didn't love you. No, he loves me. And she's like all you pissed just met off. this guy. And then she like... You're jealous. She storms off. Yeah. But you're right. Paige goes up to this room. And this is where she's like a cock tease. I'm like, I'm, it's fine. I, Quite literally. Really. Yeah. Well, the guy's stupid too because he's the like... The guy's an asshole. He, she, Don't get me wrong. His, whips his dick out. And he's like, wax it, baby. <laughs> what was that? Yeah. So well, who fucking, says that wax I don't know. Yeah, what like, does that mean? Guys don't do that. It means women, exactly what to, she to did. Our, to our lady listeners, if there's guys that say shit like that, I am so sorry. Yeah. Well, fucking, I'm, no, I'm sure there's, there's guys that say worse, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. But like, you just met this dude 30 seconds ago. He's taking his dick out, telling you to go to town. Yeah. But what do you expect when he goes, hey, I got something I want to show you upstairs in a bedroom? It's that dick. It's, for it's sure. his dick. So you just go, no, just I'm not going to. my cheeks apart. I want to show you my butthole. Like, oh, he's why? like, I, I, your friend was in medical school, right? Can you yeah. look at this? Should I get just ask her? Is this, yeah, I know she's dead. Is this hemorrhoids? Is this a polyp? Uh, what do I do? I have I an do anal fissure? <laughs> yeah. Do I wipe too hard? <laughs> Overwiped. <laughs> There's blood on the paper sometimes. Oh, no. But she ties him to the bed and then pours candle wax on his dick. But here, yeah, exactly. She should have. She should have done. She poured. Should have poured acid all over yeah, him. Cut balls. it off. Fuck that guy. But here's the thing, too, is that she's obviously got issues. She's looking for love in all the wrong places. <laughs> yeah, David. she's she's got a type, and that type is wrong. But she doesn't even have that type because it's just all guys. Yeah, because once that guy proves that he's an asshole. And she knows that he's an asshole. She fucking moves on to the next guy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So it's like, she's just like looking for she's dumb something that 
I don't know. When what she really needs is right in front of her. Yeah, the entire time. It's me. <laughs> David, you are so handsome. <laughs> Denise, will you be my Valentine? Oh, I said Valentine. Can we do that again? Sorry, everyone. I cannot work with a guy like this. He is not professional like me. <laughs> uh, I need to see Kevin Bacon's penis. <laughs> show it to me. She was also in Starship Troopers. Oh, yeah. That movie's kind of fun. I haven't seen it in forever. I, I saw either. that in the theater. I did too. Yeah. Yep. You know what other movie I saw in the theater? Uh, Matthew Lillard's in it. Um, and and Freddie Prince Jr. The one where they're like uh, space. Uh, oh, it's a video game. Uh, something commander. Ma- uh, wing commander. Wing commander. Yeah. Oh, that was awful. I never saw it, but that, that looked terrible. Awful. <laughs> it looked really bad. But I would still rather watch Wing Commander than watch Valentine ever no! again. <laughs> Tease right. for things to come. All right. Anyway. Keep this train rolling. <laughs> Yo, we're speeding through this one. Yeah. <laughs> An hour later. And then. <laughs> uh, so this is where we find out that Lily was not in L.A. So she's presumably dead. But we know that as the audience. Yeah, we know that she's dead. Oh, the other. The Campbell's ex-girlfriend comes. Oh, yeah. Ruthie. She gets killed. She's dressed like Carlton Banks. Yeah, she's got a. Fucking sweater tied sweater around her. Sweater tied around her. She gets killed kind of a cool way. That was uh, cool. The shard of glass right through her chin. However, here's my problem with that. Yeah. The killer throws her through this glass uh, shower door. It's tempered. It's tempered glass. It should have shattered. Because it shatters everywhere. Pieces. It does. Yeah. Except for the very bottom, there's a with big, a big shard. jagged shard. Perfect to impale her head on. And what she does. Which was kind of cool. It was cool. Uh, Denise Richards dies. She's in a jacuzzi. I kind of like her death, too, if I'm being honest. Uh, the killer closes the top on her? Yeah, but it's like a clear top, and it's got holes so the steam can still come through. And he gets a fucking drill. Where does where does he fucking get this Driller slumber killer? party massacre? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Must have been a tool shed or something. <laughs> but he's drilling, and he like kind of nicks her at one point. As soon as she starts bleeding, he opens it up and then throws uh, the fucking drill in with her. And it's plugged in, and it electrocutes her. That, I don't think that it would It would just short out. It would just yeah. kick a breaker. Yeah, it would. Yeah, you just go push the little reset button on one of your light, one yeah. of your switches. Your, your GFI. Yeah, yeah, just push that shit. <laughs> uh, in, a, in a mansion like that, it would it would trip the breaker. Yeah. Uh, or the fuse box, which does go off. Yeah, all, every, the power, all the power in the house goes and out. And then everybody's like, fuck this party. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Power's out. See ya. All you have to do is go fix the fuse. Let somebody just flip the... Come on. Just, these are rich people. They don't know how to do that shit. They're like, like Went- Wentworth, where, is, where you go flip the, the thingy? Fuck you. Like, <laughs> what, the what thingy? Oh, you know, the thing the that thing. makes the stuff come on. <laughs> I need power. Oh, the detective's head is in a pond. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and his phone. That head looked fucking fake as shit. Yes, it did. <laughs> uh, oh, also, we should point out that Adam's at the party, uh, and he's drinking. He's wasted. So, so Kate's pissed at him. Yep. Like, but uh, she determines that he's the killer. Yeah. I don't know how, but she's just like, he's the killer. And so he comes up to her and she like kicks him in the balls. Yeah. And he's being real creepy. He's like, dance with me, Kate. Dance with me. And she's like, oh yeah. And she kicks him in the nuts and runs away. Yeah. And she starts, then she starts finding the bodies, like what happens in movies. Yeah. Start finding all the corpses. And then she opens the door and then the fucking cherub killer comes out. Yeah. And she does do something smart. Like she breaks into a gun rack and she grabs a gun. Yep. The cherub killer comes out and they fall down the stairs and then the cherub killers like stands up and the gun 
fires and yep. it's fucking angel david on it and he's like shoots the cherub killer he's not the killer and then they unmask the killer and it's dorothy oh shit dorothy was the killer yeah so adam and uh kate they kind of reconcile well it's the whole thing like right the ambulance have arrived so they both got blankets on and they're sitting on the ass end of the ambulance <laughs> basically like every fucking movie like if any trauma ever happens to me i will be disappointed if i don't, get, don't a get a blanket and i don't get to sit on the end of a fucking <laughs> ambulance but they're sitting there it's like it's all over it's all over kate and like kate like falls asleep in his arms and then all of a sudden we see a little little drip drop of blood little little drippy dick (laughs) he's also got gonorrhea yeah sorry i gotta get that checked (laughs) no drop of blood drops on her adam's got a bloody nose it's he's not adam he's jeremy melton yep it was adam the whole time he framed dorothy which is so stupid so fucking dumb because how did he well he must have dressed her up in the costume but then she popped on her head (laughs) and then did he he had to have tied her up so that she couldn't take the mask or the costume off so the cops didn't find that she was fucking duct taped or something right dude the cops show up as soon as this happens (laughs) there wasn't time for him to to like change shit yeah this movie sucked yep i saw this movie once or you saw it in the theater i saw it on video and I didn't remember it. I didn't either. And there's a reason why I didn't remember. I remember not liking it, but I didn't remember it. All I really remembered was I was pretty sure that David Boreanaz was the killer. Yeah. I think, yeah. And now seeing it, it's pretty obvious. Yeah. And I like how they tried to throw a little twist at the end. It's like, no, I still knew it was him the whole time. <laughs> nice try, though. Yeah. Like, when the mask came up, I was like, bullshit. Yeah. It ain't her. It wasn't fucking Kate Capshaw's daughter. No. Fucking no, Willie kid. Scott's kid. Willie Scott's not gonna the famous singer, <laughs> famous, famous vocalist. He wants to walk a pink ding. Anything goes. I don't know if they ever oh, did. They ever show the dad? It might have been Indiana Jones. Oh shit! No, but there was no time for love. So. Oh yeah, yeah. that's right. No time for love. Dr. But yeah, that Jones. twist like <laughs> lame. <laughs> that movie <laughs> lame. <laughs> I'm going to give it oh, fuck one head. And I went one and a half. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I almost went half. Just because I thought some of the kills were somewhat That's why I gave it interesting. one. Yeah. I had the soundtrack, I think, when this movie came out. There's that filter song. Did that filter? I can't um, remember. I remember it had Rob Zombie. What's I that think. one filter song? Take a picture. Yeah. We had that on there. Do you want to take my Because I won't remember. So I was telling my wife what was on the soundtrack. She goes, I don't remember that song in that fucking movie. She goes, we just watched that movie. She goes, I, yeah, I don't remember it. Yeah, I don't She either. goes, why was that on the soundtrack? I go, I don't know. It says it right here. <laughs> but that's on the soundtrack. Yeah, I don't think. I don't know if I still have that CD. Or you just like, it oh, in. I'm going to get this fucking CD. It's got the best bands on it. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Oh, whatever. Let's move on. Yep. Let's. Do you have any other thoughts on that besides nope. what we're. <laughs> nope. <laughs> All right. Um, My Bloody Valentine 3D, mm. 2009. It was released uh, actually January 16th, 2009. So they were like, look, we need a month to build up hype on this movie before Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah, it seems kind of odd. Yeah. But okay. January 16th, 2009. Number one movie in America at this time was, of course. Oh, I saw this movie in the theater, too, and I know it did well, so I'm going to say this movie. That is wrong. God damn it. 
It was outshined by Paul Blart Malkoff. Get the fuck out of here, really? <laughs> yes. Oh, God. I remember... I didn't see Paul Blart in the theater, but I remember when Paul Blart was in the theater. Yeah. And I remember going, I wonder if I should watch that movie. And then going, no. No, no. I'll just end up... You know what would be better than doing that? <laughs> Not Anything <doing> else. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the number one song. I'll, I'll give you a hint. Okay. What was the number one song from the last one? Oh, is it the Charlie's Angels song? Yeah, by Destiny's, Destiny's Child. Child. That's your hint. It's a Destiny's Child song or a Beyonce song? Well, Destiny's Child wasn't together in 2009. Oh, that's true. So it's Beyonce. 2009? Oh, God. I don't know. I got nothing. If you like it, then you better put a ring on it. damn it. If you like it, then you better put a ring. All the single ladies. All the single ladies. All the single ladies. All the single ladies. Put your hands up. Throw your hands up at me. Like, no, that's a different song. All the mamas. Do a remix. Yeah. That was the number one song. Single ladies. Quote. Put a Ring on It by Beyonce. Written by Todd Farmer and Zane Smith with the story by Stephen Miller based on My Bloody Valentine 1981 by John Beard. Directed by Patrick Lucier. Lucier? Lucier? I don't know how to pronounce it. He was the guy who directed Trick. I say we didn't know how to pronounce his name the last time either. Nope. Nope. And we, did no, and we did no research to... Uh, <laughs> well, what am I going to do? Right. Now... Type in Google, how do you pronounce this? I do that sometimes. Yeah, for real words, Lucier, Lucier <laughs> is not a real word. Or I'll look up a YouTube video sometimes and see if they That's say true. it. That's yeah, true. I've done that. One with the person in it. Like Ken Sagos. And you're like, oh, it's Sagos. No, it was... It was Sagos. We were pronouncing it Sagos. And it no, was, you were saying Sagos. Was I? Yes. Oh. It was Sagos. Whatever. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> he was cool. Though. He was cool. Uh, music by Michael Wandmacher. <laughs> Fucking Wandmacher. <laughs> he sees you naked in the shower. He's going to make fun of your wand. Uh, I just like, I don't, that's a weird name. Um, all these guys though, like the writer and the director and the music, didn't they all like work on other movies together? I think too. I think so. Like other like, yeah. horror type movies. I think so. Like Dracula 2000. Oh, I don't know about that, but shit like that. But yeah, I think they did some stuff together. Okay. Uh, cast Jensen Ackles as Tom Hanniger, Jamie King. Whatever happened to Jamie King? I don't know. She plays Sarah. Kerr Smith. Dawson Creek's Kerr Smith is where I first saw him as Axel. What else was Kerr Smith in? <laughs> Done a lot of Kerr Smith movies. He yeah. was in that Pilgrim movie we did, Final yeah. Destination. Yes. Uh, I think he was in something else that we reviewed. He's been in a few movies we've yeah. done. I just always remember him. From Dawson's Creek. Anyway, Betsy Rue as Irene. Megan Boone. Megan Boone. <laughs> Megan Boone. As Megan. Tom Atkins as Sheriff Jim Burke. Oh, Tom. Kevin Teague. Ty- yeah, Teague. Hi. Teague. Teague. He plays Ben Foley. That guy was in Roadhouse. Oh, yeah. He's been in a lot of shit, but he was in Roadhouse. He looked very familiar. He owned the bar. In Red yeah. House, that he has that to makes call, sense. He has to call Swayze. But I saw that dude. Was like that guy's definitely a character actor. I've seen in lots of yeah, stuff. He's awesome. Uh, budget fourteen million dollars. How much do you think this movie made? This movie did well, from what I remember. Uh, I'm gonna go seven, uh, sixty. This movie in the box office made hundred and nineteen point nine million. Holy shit! Dollars. I didn't know it was that big of a hit. Wow. That might be worldwide. Yeah. Still. But still. That's a shit ton of money. Fucking E, and they never made another one? What was the budget? 14. Damn. They never made another one? Yeah, that's that's weird. You were just printing money. 
Yeah, that's really weird. Why didn't they make another one? I think there was talks about it, but then the studio was like, meh, we don't want to do another we don't, one. We don't like money. Yeah, we would rather lose money. Yeah, we're not interested in money. <laughs> we're socialists. We're not capitalists. <laughs> Valentine's Day, 1997. Where were you, David? No. Uh, I was watching Wedding Singer, probably. No, not 1997. I think that came out in 98. Wedding Singer? Yeah. Anyway, there's miners trapped underground. In this fucking Hannigan, Hanniger, and yeah, uh, there's an explosion. And um, by the time rescuer, rescuers reach the miners, they, the mine collapses. They only find Harry Warden alive. They investigate and they find out that Warden killed. The yeah, other there miners. were actually yeah there were lots of survivors, but there wasn't enough oxygen for everybody. So he starts killing them. Yep. Tom Hanniger, the son of the mine's owner, he's blamed for the explosion because he forgot to vent the methane lines. Gotta bleed the lines. And that's what caused the collapse. About a year later... Oh, and Harry was rescued. Yeah, uh, he's but in he was a, in a coma. He's in a coma. Yeah. About a year later, Harry wakes up out of his coma and murders a bunch of people in the fucking hospital. And he kills a lot of people. It's pretty grisly. Yeah, and Tom and his girlfriend and their friend uh, Axel and their friend and Axel's girlfriend Irene... And a bunch of other teenagers are at this party out by the mine. And they go, the four main characters go down into the mine. Party time. To party. Yeah. But Tom's like, oh shit, I forgot the uh, beer. I'll be right back. But Harry comes and uh, he's dressed in that fucking miner. Like, if you ever seen My Bloody Valentine? You it's know a what? cool costume. It is. Um, it's like an oxygen mask kind of thing. Headlamp. On headlamp. A fucking hard hat and a blue, like, jumpsuit. Yeah. And gloves and a pickaxe. Yup. And he he comes down. He starts killing people, yeah. kicking ass and taking names. Mm-hmm. Harry Warden's killing everybody. And the three Axel, Sarah, and Irene are all hiding. Yeah, something on Sarah that I thought was funny because made me think of my wife uh, who did not watch this movie with me. I should tell her this later. Um, but she's wearing a white shirt with a black bra under it. And it's like one of my wife's pet peeves, like in movies or TV shows. She's like, no woman does that. (laughs) In real life, she's like, women don't do that. Yeah. Uh, Um, But yeah, they're they're hiding. And then some dumbass comes out. He's like, oh, what's going on? And he sees the fucking corpses on the ground. He's like, what's going on here? (laughs) Hey. And he sees Harry Warden down the end of the, the mine shaft or whatever. And he's like, hey. And they're like, shh, shh. And he doesn't this sh- fucking guy. So, so he gets got the three run out. Well, Tom comes back at some point and um, he like is struggling with them. But Harry like knocks him down or some shit. They think Tom's dead. Yeah. So they all take off and get in Axel's truck. And Axel sees that Tom's alive. Yeah. And he leaves anyway. Fucking throws that shit in reverse. Get the yep. fuck out of here. Tom Atkins, the sheriff, he comes he comes into town and he like uh, shoots they shoot Harry Warden. Yeah, before he can kill Tom. Yep. And uh, but they don't they don't find the body or some shit like that. They shoot that. him a couple times, but he staggers off, and yep. then I think the part of the mine, mine collapses. Something this like is the that. worst mine ever. Like it's that. always collapsing. <laughs> it's very shoddy. I would never work in this mine. <laughs> it gets away. All right. So now we're ten years later. So it keeps jumping. Yeah. Ten years later, Tom has left the town. Um, yeah, and he left town pretty much right after the events. Yeah, because he's. He, it fucked him up. His dad has died. Yeah. So now he owns the mine. Yeah. And Axel is now the town sheriff. Yes. 
and he's, and he's married, married to, to Sarah. Sarah, who was Tom's girlfriend. And Irene is just off being Irene. Yep. She's kind of a free spirit. <laughs> Very free spirited Irene is. But Tom comes back because he's gonna he has to sign some paperwork because he's gonna sell the mine. Yep. And Ben Foley, who's like the guy that worked with his dad, uh, is really against it. Like, don't sell the mine. The town depends on it. Like, you're Fuck you're, your you're, town. you're fucking over the whole town. And he, that's kind of his point. He's like, eh, it's not really my responsibility to take care of all these people. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Gonna, I'm gonna get some money off yeah. of the sale of and this. Some, and someone else is gonna buy it. They'll take care of everybody. Yeah, what are they gonna do? And if they don't, make again, it a theme park? Not really my problem. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you all get jobs at the theme park, I guess. <laughs> there you go. Oh, we find out too that Axel, yeah, he's married to Sarah, but he's also banging uh, this girl named Megan on the side who's a co-worker of Sarah's. And Sarah works at a- Young, too. Yeah, real young. And Sarah works at a grocery store that her parents own uh, and kind of manages that. And Megan is pregnant. Yeah, Axel knocked her up real good. Yeah. So Tom comes into town and he checks into a motel. And uh, right next door to his room, we got Irene and she's banging some dude. Yep. And she's- riding him like a fucking I think that's Todd Bronco. Farmer the guy that wrote the movie oh, of course it is it's like and I will be getting banged in this scene mm-hmm. um but this guy's like a truck driver and Irene's like I don't know she's not like she's in love with him or something but she seems like the type of girl who just wants somebody to be a companion and this guy's just using her for sex yeah and we get some full frontal nudity here oh yeah prolonged yeah. full frontal nudity yeah and uh, he is recording this. Yeah, he's like filming him banging. And that's, she's like, what gross. the fuck is that? And he's like, oh, don't worry about it. It's just for my personal collection. And then he's like, peace out. And then he's going to pay her money. She's like, I'm not a prostitute. And he's like, you are now. And he like throws fucked up. a wad of bills at her. And then he goes out to his truck. Well, she grabs a gun and she like pulls, she's like naked. And she's still fully naked. And she runs out there in, in the like parking lot. Her heels. And she's like, give me the fucking tape. And she's like, he goes, I know it's not loaded. And she throws the gun at him and hits him right in the head, which I thought was kind of yeah. funny. So he's like, fuck you. And he opens up his uh, semi-truck door. Boom. Harry Warden. How'd he get in there? How'd he know that guy was coming out? <laughs> what do you mean, right. How did he get in there? He just walked. He just opened the door. <laughs> that was me. I thought that was kind of weird. I was like, he was just hiding in there just waiting? Mm, yep. All right. Uh, gets him with that fucking axe to the top of the head. Yeah, it's pretty badass. The pickaxe. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, he proceeds to chase after Irene. Irene runs. And actually, I I know why he's in there. She runs into the room, and she hides under the bed. Or no, she doesn't run in her room. She runs into like the main office. Yeah, and there's like a little little person that's like, oh, where's ma- my dog? <laughs> managing the office. Where's my doggy? Where's my little doggy? <laughs> um, but that little person, she gets got. Dude, she gets fucked up. Like she gets like lifted all the way into like the fluorescent lighting of the by the pickaxe, right? Yeah. And then he pulls the pickaxe out and her whole body just falls like a sack of potatoes. Oh, it's awful. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. But uh, he discovers Irene under the bed. Yeah. And, and he like rips off the mattress and he's pickaxing her through the bed frame. Mm-hmm. That was kind of She uses cool. the bed frame as like a cage to yeah. like shield herself, but Pretty smart. it doesn't work. No. She can't dodge a pickaxe for that long. She's dead. Yeah. Well, that was a pretty cool scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good deaths. Yep. The cops get... Uh, hold of the footage and uh axel sees on the footage that the killer is dressed as a minor mm-hmm. because that guy must have turned the camera on yeah and they're like oh fuck yeah it's but harry, axel's like he's it's not, not harry warden he's it's not harry warden harry yeah. warden and axel says this later but i'll just say it right now axel's like 
Harry Warden's dead because all these guys fucking shot him and they buried him in the woods. Yeah, and covered it up. And covered it up and just said they never found him. Yeah, Tom Atkins yeah, was the one that yeah. killed him. Yeah, and all the... All the some of the other people. All the dads. Yeah. And they just swept it under the rug. Um, Axel receives a chocolate box containing Irene's heart. Aww. But Tom, he meets up with Sarah and he apologizes for leaving for 10 years. Tom goes down to the mine to like talk to somebody down there. And he gets locked in a utility cage by the fucking miner, by the killer. Yep. And as he's locked in there, the killer is killing somebody in front of him. And before anybody else can come be witness to it, the killer leaves. And it happens to also be a guy that he got in a barroom brawl with the night before. Yeah. So it looks looks suspicious. suspicious yeah. However, Tom was locked in this cage. So yeah. the people are like, well, look, he couldn't have done it. And people are still like, he did it. He was like, dude, he's, he's trapped in here. He yeah. didn't. Yeah. And the miners attest to that story. Uh, the sheriff, Sheriff Axel is like, and Axel knows something's up because another time when he's reviewing the tape, he sees Tom walk by the window of the motel room. So he's like, Tom was there at the motel. Yeah. So he's still a suspect. But Tom wants to track down and and stop the killer. And he goes searching through the woods and he finds the like this old shack that Axel's dad owned where he would fuck Megan. Yeah, the little shagging cabin. And um he like snoops around in there. But uh but that night the miner kills uh that Ben Foley guy. That was a pretty cool kill too. He yeah. impales him on the pickaxe, like right through his head. Yeah. Oh, also, um, around this time, a little bit before, I think, they go out to the woods and they find that Harry Warden's body's missing from that grave. Where and Axel's all pissed off. He's like, was he dead when you buried him? And they were like, yeah, yeah we we're think sure so. It. Yeah. He's like, you fuckers. Axel kind of does his old sheriffing and detective work. And he says, well, the killer must have been somebody who knows where the grave was. So he starts becoming more suspicious of Tom. Meanwhile, uh, Sarah and, and Megan, Megan, they're at the store working. Uh-huh. And Harry Warden attacks them. They hide in an office. And I thought this was a pretty smart scene as far as like characters behaving like they should. Uh, they barricade the door. They call the police. Mm-hmm. They try to crawl out a window. And he's trying to like pickaxe his way through the door that they've barricaded. But then all of a sudden he stops. Megan's halfway out the window and Sarah's like, wait, 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 wait. Something's She's like, up. come back in, come, come back, back in. in, come back in. But uh, Harry Warden grabs her and pulls her out from the other side of the window. Kills her. Yep. And then Sarah sounds the alarm to the Why did she do that at first? Axel shows up like immediately. Immediately. Yeah, he's right there. Um, and then they find Megan's corpse in the alley and it says, be mine forever with like a heart above her bloody corpse and her heart's in a box little chocolate box the miner also kills tom atkins and the babysitter of sarah and axel's kid gets put in a dryer that was fucked up and she's melted that is a fucking high powered dryer i thought that too it was like wow that drum has got some power behind it (laughs) oh the atkins death made me really sad right through the chin like the bottom of the the chin chin and out the mouth and he's all that was a pretty cool death it was because I mean, I didn't ever buy into it, but Tom Atkins is a suspect at one point too. But it's like, nah, he didn't do it. Atkins is he's too old. Atkins is eighty six now, I think. Dude, that dude needs. I hope he lives forever. I well, love it's that. It's not going to happen. I love that man. No, <laughs> don't say that, Brett. Not with that attitude. Uh, <laughs> um, he's awesome. Yeah, nice. One of the nicest guys, and he's good in everything. I always enjoy Tom. Yeah, he's Mr. Dead. Atkins. Mr. Atkins. What movie was? Oh, I was watching a TV, a cartoon with my daughter. It's called The Amazing World of Gumball. 
I've heard of that. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> but anyway, Gumball has, it's weird, but Gumball has this girlfriend and uh, his girlfriend is like in a peanut shell. Okay. <laughs> it's, right. it's a really I'll, weird I'll suspend cartoon. my disbelief. Gumball's a cat. <laughs> I'm skeptical. And his adopted brother is Darwin, who's a fish with legs. And then <laughs> very clever. his girlfriend is this peanut shell. And she's something inside the peanut shell, but she keeps herself in a peanut shell. And she's got like horns, like a moose. Mm-hmm. But uh, her peanut shell cracks. And so in this episode, he's like, well, I'll, I'll talk to your dad. And so the dad comes out and the dad's like this big peanut shell, right? And he's big old <laughs> fucking angry. And he goes, uh, Mr. Let's just say the last name was Hanson. He goes, Mr. Hanson, can I call you Paul? And the dad's like, no. He goes, Paul Lee, Paul, Paul baby. Like, he's just like saying, what can I call you Paul? And he goes, my name's Roger <laughs> or something like that. I don't yeah, know exactly yeah. the things, but I just thought that was funny. That was funny. <laughs> it's like, uh, Mr. Atkins, can I call you Bob? And he's like, no, it's Tom. <laughs> And don't call me Tom. <laughs> but don't call me. Um, speaking of Tom, Tom shows up at the hospital telling Tom the character. Tom the character yeah. um, shows up at the hospital and he says to Sarah that he found something in the woods at Axel's shack. Yeah, he's like, it's not Harry Warden who's doing the killings. Yeah. And so Sarah checks herself out. Tom gets in the car with her and he's taking her out to the woods. Tom is like saying like Axel's the one who's doing all this shit. Yep. And then while they're driving, Axel calls Sarah and she answers the phone and kind of pretends like it's her mom mm-hmm. checking on the kid or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, Axel's like, don't trust Tom. Tom's the killer. Tom's the killer. Tom was in a mental institution. That's why he's been gone all these years. He's mm-hmm. fucking nuts. She hangs up the phone. She believes Axel, I guess. And she swerves the car. And another potential hint that it could be Tom is throughout the movie, we see Tom taking pills. So it's like, okay. Killer could be Tom. Killer could be Axel. Could be Axel. Could be anybody. Could she, be Harry Warden. Could be Sarah. Yeah. Well, probably not. But anyway, she... Um, <laughs> yeah, could find she, she got chased by the killer. <laughs> she swerves... Uh, well, that doesn't matter. Yeah, that's true. That's true. She swerves the car. Um, she gets out. And she goes running to the cabin where Tom was going to take her. It's like, well, why don't you just have... Because that's where Axel said to meet it. Yeah, but I don't think Sarah knew because remember he's like, I need to show you something. Oh, but he, he didn't, didn't say what it was. Oh, okay. So Sarah hides in the cabin and she discovers evidence of Axel's affair. Which she already knew about. Mm-hmm. And then she sees a bunch of empty Valentine gift boxes. And she knows that the killer's been sending gift boxes with people's hearts in them. Then she also finds a photo of her with Tom. Look that, at this photograph. <laughs> that Axel had confronted her with earlier. Yeah. They're like, hey, you have feelings for Tom still. So she's like, oh shit, it's Axel. The miner appears and chases her into the mine, of course. Of course. Uh, she's hiding. And now at this point, I'm like, both of these motherfuckers are going to show up at the same time and it's going to be like, he's the killer. It's going to be like no, Scream. the killer. And yeah. it was. Yeah. Yep. And it was exactly like it. So Tom shows up She and he, she's got a gun. And she's like pointing it back and forth, right? And Tom's like, no, shoot him. And Axel's like, shoot him, Sarah. They're going back and forth. Shoot him, shoot him, shoot him. Finally, Axel just goes, you know what? Fuck it. Shoot both of us. Yeah, because at least the killer will be dead. If you don't trust me, like, and Tom's like, huh? Yeah. No, don't listen to him. He crazy. (laughs) So that's like the fucking, what, Solomon from the Bible, right? You know that story? Nope. So King Solomon was like known to be like really smart and wise. And so, uh, look at me, I'm fucking all religious all Getting of a sudden. Getting all biblical. <laughs> but anyway, King Solomon was supposed to be really smart, and these two women come in and before him, 
And uh, they're both saying, this is my baby. And the other woman's like, no, it's my baby. She wants to take this baby. And the other one's like, no, she wants to take this baby. King Solomon goes, all right, just cut the baby in half and you can each have half. And then one <laughs> of the women goes, no, 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 no. She can have the baby. And then he goes, all right, it's that woman's baby because Aww. she was the one who tried to yeah, save. Yeah, wouldn't want to see it. So it's kind of like that scenario, yeah, right? Where he's cool. like, Where he's like, just shoot both of us. All right. That's, that's your Sunday school lesson for the day, <laughs> folks. I love it. And pass the basket around. I'll put a couple bucks in. <laughs> um, and, but then uh, Tom kind of counters with like, no, he did it. Like he cut out Megan's heart. And he wrote like the same thing that was in the card or something like that, right? Yeah. And then, and then uh, Sarah goes, I never told you that Megan got killed. How'd you know that? And he's like, uh, and then yeah, he go- you told me. Like, and then he goes, no. he goes, the miner. There he is. He's right behind you. And we see the fucking Harry Warden miner come coming up behind her. Yeah. And then we see their flashlights turn. And then the axe is like, uh, there's nothing there, pal. And he's like, Axel's like, I told you he's fucking nuts. But anyway, the miner comes and basically it's a hallucination. Yeah. The whole thing is a hallucination and it's Tom's fucking nuts. Tom sees himself as the miner from like out of body. Yeah. And we start flashing back to all the killings that have happened. Like all the 10 year anniversary killings, not the ones back in the day because he didn't do those, but the ones now and it starts flashing back and it shows him killing the guy at the mine and then locking himself mm-hmm. in the thing and prying the door shut. Yeah. Yep. And he's always got this weird smirk on his face and shit like that. And there was a good like uh breadcrumb the when he's trapped in that thing the first time is like they both stand up like and they move yes. exactly the same way. It's, it's like mirrored. they're looking in a mirror. Yep. Yeah. I thought that same thing. Yep. Sarah shoots Tom and the bullet strikes a fuel tank which explodes. And Tom goes flying. Of course, there's a cave-in because it's this fucking mine. <laughs> um, so Tom isn't dead, though. He survives. Yeah, the rescuers come in and they find Tom there. And they're like, oh, sir, we we'll gotta, save you. I'll save you, sir. Is there anybody else alive? And then, of course, Tom kills the dude with the pickaxe yeah. and then puts his clothes on and walks right out. As a Yeah, as one of the rescuers. Uh-huh. But make sure to take his mask off as soon as he gets, you know, 50 yards from the cave. So actually it was like right when he gets to the camera. Yeah. yeah. She takes it off. (laughs) So we know it's him. They're like, uh, just take your mask off when you get to that camera. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, that is the end. Yeah. Axel survives. Yep. And, uh, presumably I guess their marriage is okay now. I don't know. They got, he still got some explaining to do. They were going to make a sequel. They had, a, they had talked about it. They were going to bring Jamie King yeah, back and they were they going to kill her off. Okay. But um, yeah, they didn't. The studio just was like, no, nah, we don't need one. Yeah. That's weird. Cause yeah, it made a shit ton of money and they left it completely open for a sequel. What do you think of this movie? I actually like this movie. Did you watch it in 3d? I did. did so what? I have this movie on Blu-ray. So I watched it in 3d. How was it? Dude, surprisingly good. Yeah. Yeah. There's like, a lot of cool 3D effect. For like, not having a 3D TV and just having like the, I think they're blue and green now. Red and, red and, red and yeah, green. Yeah, red and green, I mean. Um, it actually looked really good. But when you take the glasses off, you're like, Ugh, it does scramble your brain a little bit. Yeah. But I thought the 3D, and that's actually one of the things I was going to say I really like about this movie, is the 3D's done really well. Just the even like the depth of field kind of stuff, even the stuff that isn't like done like for like cheesy 3d mm-hmm. still looks really cool even like the opening credits with the newspapers and everything yeah. it just looks really awesome um i saw this in the theater in 3d also 
And I remember when I left, I was like, okay, that was all right. Uh, and I think this is maybe the first time I've seen it since then. Like, I think it's one of those I bought but never watched. Yeah, yeah. But I liked it a lot more than I thought I would. The gore is great. Like, mm-hmm. the, there's some cheesy CG with like some of the pickaxe stuff that's obviously fake, but there's tons of blood. Uh, there's a lot of misdirection. And then right after I watched this, I immediately went back and I watched the first one because I couldn't remember the original My Bloody Valentine very well. And I really liked how in that one, spoiler, Axel's the killer. So if you weren't me, if you were somebody who was really really familiar with the first one, this movie would probably have quite, uh, you know, have a pretty good twist at the end for you. Yeah. So I liked that. And then, you know, they kept a lot of the same characters. The story was similar but different enough to be re- unique that it wasn't just a complete rehash. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like one of those remakes where you're like, I've already seen this and I've seen it done better. So I'm going to give this a three. And I'm also going to change my rating for the original My Bloody Valentine, which I also enjoyed a lot more watching again. I'm going to, I gave that one a two originally. I don't know quite what was up my butt that day. <laughs> what did um, I give it? I think you gave it a three. <sighs> Two and a half or three, but it, it definitely needs uh, to bump it up. It's one I would recommend. Let me tell you something. The only thing that I think this movie was missing as far as like a throwback nod to the original was the scene in the original movie, which was one of my favorite scenes when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And it still is one of my favorites. Oh, I know which what you're going to say. Which one? The one where the guy's opening the thing and the, the, the big axe guy's popping out. Yeah. Like the gag with the kids. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> and then he does it one last time and the miner's in there and fucking yeah. kills him. Yeah. That was awesome. Fucking awesome. Yeah. So I think I'm going to bump that to a three as well. Okay. Well, you're going to be surprised with something. Mm. I really like this movie. I'm going to give it a three also, because I don't think it needs to be higher than a three. And if that's what I gave the original, I'm not going to give it higher than the original. But I really enjoyed watching this. My wife and I watched this together and we were just like, this is really good. And we had watched this together when we were first dating. Yeah. On, um, we had rented it and I didn't remember like liking it, liking it. Like I I just, I remembered seeing it, but I watched it this time and I'm like, Wow. This movie's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. And the kills, and it's fast-paced, and it's well-made. And even if you're not watching it in 3D, I think it's still effective. And it's It's, just not bad. Yeah, it's just fun. (laughs) Like, I mean, there's still, like, little things like how does he change his clothes so fast yeah. like there's like little things you get hung up on but yeah overall i thought it was fairly well acted mm-hmm. uh it deserved a sequel and i don't know why they didn't do it yeah fucking no i would totally see a sequel yeah maybe they have a problem with like pooping and it's like my bloody stool my bloody stool <laughs> yes i love it <laughs> and there's all sorts of product placement for different fiber products yeah to keep you regular yeah I definitely recommend people watch this if you haven't seen it. Yeah, this was a pleasant surprise because going in, I was like, I remember this movie just being okay. And usually when time has passed and I watch a movie that I thought was okay, I usually hate it later. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, now add a decade to this. Like, this movie sucks. Yeah. But yeah, this was the opposite for me. I was like, oh, why haven't I watched this? You know, and that works conversely also because there's movies that I'm like, I didn't like this movie. And then all of a sudden I watch it and I'm like, hmm, yeah, yeah I like this movie now. Yeah, exactly. So that's our thoughts on valentine and my bloody valentine uh if you have any thoughts on that or if you'd just like to wish us happy valentine's day (laughs) 
Oh, please do. We're so we're so very lonely. You can contact us. How can they contact us, David? On Twitter, Facebook, the Slasher app, TikTok, YouTube, just search the Swearwolves. On Instagram, search the Swearwolves podcast. You can go to our website, theswearwolves.com. You can email us at swearwolvespodcast at gmail.com, or you can leave us a voicemail. Maybe we'll play it at 623-282-1851. All right. So for the Swearwolves this week, I'm Brett. I'm David. David. I need you to wax my dick. <laughs> yeah, all right. I just got to take this uh, cherub costume off. dog i have to immediately scratch <laughs> with your foot yep <laughs> sorry you just saw my butthole um <laughs> oh and i was licking it <laughs> <laughs>